What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Country Gold with Terry Clark. I'm Terry Clark, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, Country Gold Backstage. You're listening to Country Gold. I'm Terry Clark, and my guest this week is someone I have wanted to get on this show for a very long time. Winona Judd, I have to thank you so much for doing this. And the funny story about how this came about is I was on my bus in the middle of the upper Midwest in my bunk at 2 a.m. And we started texting. You said, hey, I just scrolled back and realized I had this text from you from back in January asking me to do your radio show. And I just want to let you know, I'd love to do it. Sometimes I missed like, hey, six months late, better than never. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Really, really. Well, you know, we kind of go back to like 19... 80. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. In this business, and you know this better than anybody, Terry, it's the simple moments that make you go, oh, this is very impacting because this is changing my life. I have those and you do too. And we can talk all day about that. And what matters is that we're showing up today and celebrating our journeys separately and together because music is what brings us together. And that's it for me. And that's why I wanted to do this interview. A, I love you personally. And, and I think I'm at that age where I'm seeing what my life's work means to other people. And it's kind of blowing my mind. I'll be honest, because talking to you today, it's like passing it on, I guess. I know the first time I met you, I couldn't even speak. I was, I was just so blown away. My my mom let me. I swear to God, Terry, if you tell me you were 10, like Brandy Carlisle, I'm going to hang up. (laughs) I won't tell you I was 10 because I wasn't, but (laughs) my mom and you were, I mean, gosh, you're only a, a very few years older than I am. And my mom let me skip school when I was in the in, in grade 11 and take a Greyhound bus to Calgary, Alberta from Medicine Hat where we lived, which was three and a half hours. And I got to go see the Judds on your Rockin' with the Rhythm of the Rain tour. And wow. I had the t-shirt. I mean, I sat at the, the Calgary Jubilee Auditorium. I remember what you were wearing. I remember the show and it was so inspiring to me. That's the first time I met you in person, but you didn't. Let me get this straight back up for the folks at home that are just now tuning in. So you got on a bus, you came to see the Judds. You absolutely, I remember you telling me that you studied the notes and you studied. um, Oh man. Why Not Me is still one of those tracks that when that thing kicks off and you hear that, that hand slapping on the back of the guitar or the, whatever it was. We did that authentically. We did this. I know. We did this and then we'd go. And then we, you know, you're right. We yeah. did handmade, right. There is something so organic and authentic about that. And and it's so opposite of everything going on right now <laughs> in music to me, in country music. It's it's honest. And that show I saw, I mean, show I saw at the Jubilee in Calgary. And I was, I was right in the thick of just being a sponge. And it was so inspiring. And I just... I was like, I want to do that. I want to be up there and do that. And I don't know if I'll ever do it as good as they're doing it. Like it was. You did. And you are. And it is happening to you. Like it happened to me, Merle Haggard. I sat in the audience at Oakland Coliseum. Merle Haggard opened for George Jones. If you can even imagine 
And I sat there, the lights went down and the audience did that uproar before the game starts. And I sat there and went, I want that. And I, I, have, re, I have recreated that moment in my life how many times? And you have too. So you've done it, girl. You have done it. Well, I want to I thank you personally for being a player. You get up there with a guitar and you're a badass. And, you know, there, there, are, plenty, there are plenty of female artists who I respect very much. But you were something that I could see myself being. Women that get up with a guitar and they, they actually play and rock the stage with the band. And I love that. I really admire the work you do on yourself and on your spirit and, and how much you just inspire other people to do the same thing and how much information you share and how supportive you are of your friends. I mean, you were at Anita Cochran's bell ringing ceremony when she had been through breast cancer. You showed up at her benefit, surprised her. And I thought the tears were not going to stop when she saw you get on stage that night. You know, our friend Anita, who has beat breast cancer, but you're such, you, you have such a big heart. And to do something like that for somebody who admires you so much, we were just fangirls, just couldn't believe you were there. It just makes such a difference. That's so crazy that you say that. And yet I understand what you're saying. Man, I have to stand there in the gap between, you know, Anita and Satan. I have to stand there and go, you have to come through me if you're going to, you know, take her. And it's mm. like, I'm just that way because that's the way I was raised. For me, showing up for Anita's thing was personal, not because of a photo op. It was just because I felt so helpless and somebody was in pain. You've been through a lot. You were a really big star at a very, very young age. And you know life is a celebrity and somebody who just appears on Army Wives. And like you've been in movies. I mean, T-shirts and references, your, your pop culture. That I cannot fathom what that would be like at 19 years old to be thrown into that. You know, you've been a, a, a big deal for way longer than you weren't in your life. And I've, I've never really been able to understand and wrap my head around how hard that must be to have to grow up in the public eye like that. That is Man. so interesting you bring that up because I just had this conversation as synchronicity would have it. Uh, we are talking about it again. When I made it, as they say, when I win the lottery, imagine a girl with two dates to the prom. That's me. Um, it's like trying every day for me. It was like trying to take a drink from a fire hose. Mm. Get the visual. Yeah. And I, it was too much. You're a part of a CMT tribute to Charlie Pride that's airing on August 25th. Tell us what you're doing and your memories of Charlie. He was such an amazing human being, just such a sweet man. That's what I remember. You know, people expect for there to be this, you know, beautiful music playing in the background as I recite poetry when it comes to my life with Dolly Parton moments. No, it's called we're in the circle prayer, getting ready to go on stage. And here comes Charlie and he puts his hand in mine and puts his hand in cactuses and we include him in the prayer circle. And he's just as sweet as he can be. Charlie was that for me. Charlie was someone I trusted. Charlie was one of the good chemicals in my brain. You felt joy when he was in the room. So I didn't see color. My spirit went, because yeah. he's that dude, man. He's a guy saying, hey, Winona, I love you. Charlie's here. And you just get the good feelings. That's how I feel when I see Dolly. I've known her since I was 16, 17. So I'm thrilled to be a part of it. The fact that they called me and it lasted five seconds, I went on stage and then was done. Charlie's one of those people in the very early days who said to me, you're special. I believe that. 
And I, I, I received that like it's better than a Grammy. What I really remember, though, is Tammy Wynette saying, you're not like the other girl singers. Be true to yourself kind of thing. Like her words were pretty simple, I guess. I think that's what these women taught me. Loretta, she'd say, I called her the other day and I said, what are you doing? She goes, not a damn thing. I said, what'd you have to eat? Well, I had me some potatoes and she's just so simple. It's kind of weird because it's like she's that coal miner's daughter, bigger than life. And yet she said to me when I did my PBS thing, she said, now you get out there and you sing your ass off. (laughs) I'm just saying they don't care about all the formalities and the being politically correct. They're simple, sweet, and they're eager to not perform. That wasn't our goal. Our goal was to get the message across. I have some advice that someone gave to me and his name was Don Potter. And back Mm -hmm. in the day, as they love to say, Mm -hmm. he said, I'll never forget this because my mom and my manager at the time got really mad at me and I was like grounded. I'm like, oh, what are you guys going to do? Keep me on the bus and not let me do (laughs) it? Right. I don't think that's going to happen. Even though I was a lead singer, I wasn't. But anyway, I remember him saying, well, you guys, um, Winona can either be good at accounting or she can be good at the guitar. Because I had, I had lost my um, my fret thing like for the hundredth time, uh, capo, and I was in trouble. And it really was bad. And I didn't have the right clothes. I left them at the hotel, blah, blah, blah. And that's what I remember. And he said, why not pick one thing and do it well? So you have a choice to make. You can go for success and become a used car salesman type personality where you're push, push, push. The ego is the hustler. Or you can say, I'm going to sing really well. And Vince Gill had it right. He said, do it like you love it so much you would do it for free and you do, but then get so good at it that um, you get paid for it. I know that you've been married to Cactus Mosier now since 2012, but you you guys met in the 80s when he was in the band Highway 101. And I was also mm-hmm. a very big fan of Highway 101, not nearly like the Judds, but I really liked the record. And now you and Cactus make really great music together. And can you kind of talk about the experience you have, especially in the last few years and how that's changed, you know, your perspective musically being able to work with him? <laughs> Cactus Mosier and I have the greatest love affair. People don't maybe know it because they see us trying to be professional and we're cute, but we know how to command a performance kind of thing. And we, we do really well at home. And I love this man more than anyone in my life. I love him with a passion that is like the deepest ocean. I can't explain it. And I never thought I'd be here, I'll be honest. And he saved my life and he saved my heart and he's my king. He produces me unlike anyone ever has. You know, He'll be there if we win a Grammy together, which is one of my goals in life before I go, is to win a Grammy with my husband. I just think it's interesting that he came into my life all those years later because I knew him at 26. I was in love with Cactus then. I'm still in love with Cactus more so than ever. I've got to thank you so much. I don't want to take up any more of your time. You've been so gracious. And everybody, she looks amazing. I'm looking at you on the screen and you look amazing. And you sound amazing. You sound healthy and happy and in a great place. Your music uh, is wonderful. Uh, latest album is a six song EP called Recollections. And I, I'm expecting there's going to be a lot more because you guys have been dialing down and working in your studio, you and Cactus. So I can't wait to hear what you're doing. And we're all going to be waiting for that. You've been an influence on so many women, including myself. And I want to thank you so much mm-hmm. for speaking with us, Winona. 
you're on the road now and all the dates that people want to come see you, they can go to winona.com. Thank you so much for joining me on Country Gold. I, honest to God, this is probably my favorite interview. It's not even an interview, conversation that I've had <laughs> in, in so long. Well, I love you to the moon. I love and you too, sweetheart. Thank uh, you so that. much. I can't I can't tell you enough what this means to me. And You don't uh, have to because I think too. I get it. Well, thank you so much. Uh, You're I welcome, love you. honey. Bon, I'll see you again somewhere down the road. I hope so. Country Gold